Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. everyone turn your ears up to 12 because we have got a cracking episode of failing better this week it's me johnny pelham and my co-host sean you know what as if that introduction <laughs> I, th- I thought well the introduction can't sink any lower and then you picked your nose at the end there and briefly <laughs> briefly were inaudible it wasn't a big pick. It was just a little. I'd, I'd call it a scratch, but um, that's what we. Well, that's what we call them <laughs> in, in, in the nose picking world. <laughs> Turn your noses up to twelve, because that's what we call a scratch. Um, uh, how high, how high do people's ears tend to go for failing better? Do you think? I'd say normally ten, but I just want to say that just isn't enough. Ten is not enough when yeah. you're. We have to go to 12. No, and if you want the full audio experience, uh, or, sorry, uh, sensory experience, uh, do a little fart now, and then you can have the smell of feeling better <laughs> permeating. I, I genuinely was going to talk about how I think I really smell bad. I think this is, mm. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's coming through the Zoom or through the through the earpods listener, but I think this is probably the smelliest I've ever been recording an episode of Failing Better. Why are you so smelly? I don't know. I just swe- I just sweated a lot at the night and I haven't had a shower yet today. Oh wow! It was quite hot last night, wasn't it? It was a hot old. It was a. It was a barn burner. <laughs> How many? Do you reckon there was a lot of barns burned due to the yeah, heat? Yeah, big time, big time. Big time. I, think, I think it's both a brilliant yet opportunistic day for the Amish today. <laughs> Somerset is a flame. As all their barns burn. You just forget how hot the summer months can be, don't you? I. I mean, this is a stupid comment, Matt, to say, but the sun is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> We are failing better. We know what we are, but this, like we, we don't need to have intelligent, nuanced conversations. We think the sun is hot, and that's plenty for us. But sometimes, like it's so much hotter than a radiator. You know, sometimes you walk into a room and think the radiator's not been on. The sun's just been in. The sun's so far away. The sun is, not, the, the sun is hot. No, I'm tumbling down. I'm really tumbling down on my point that the sun is hot. <laughs> In the past 12 hours, I've had conversations where this was the topic. The sun is hot. And then last night, I genuinely had a conversation with my wife where being tired is shit. <laughs> like, have I been kicked in the head by a horse and just didn't remember? I don't know. There's only one way to find out that. And that is to look at all the CCTV footage of you in London over the last 24 hours and see if you've come across any horses. 
Join our Patreon for a in-depth look at my CCTV history throughout the great city of London. It's just um, me and you knocking on people's doors, asking if we can look at their CCTV to see if Sean has encountered us. What, what people? What people have got CCTV? Shop, we just get shop a, owners. Shop owners. Yeah, we got a cat. We got a local council though. That'd be better. Shop owners. What you think? I was in a news agent and a horse <laughs> kicked me in the head. Yeah, yeah, you and a horse had a fight over a Twix. <laughs> And I lost again. Yeah. You were buying well, some glue. Was... You were buying some glue and the horse kicked off. You must it's, horse, it. it's horse-free glue. It's a print stick. <laughs> it's a print stick. You don't have to do this. And the horse is like, this is unacceptable. That's my cousin in that. Uh, did they ever actually make glue out of horses? I don't know. It feels is, that like... Just like a, is, is that just sort of like a, not an urban myth, but just sort of, I don't know. It must have some grounding into it, surely. Maybe we should try and start one. Uh, every felt tip has a bit of snake tongue in it. <laughs> yeah, I think we should workshop it a little bit. I mean, I, I, I liked it until the snake element. Um, I'd say that was a key element. That was the key element, the snake element. And before that, before that, it was just felt tips exist. That's not a, that's not a, a conspiracy theory, is it? Well, it's not a conspiracy theory anyway. It's not. Um, do you, Jay, this conversation is so boring. I think we have to end it. <laughs> I suppose I think what's important as we move this podcast forward into the summer months is people's attention spans are lower in the summer, mm. and we have to keep asking ourselves: Would we listen to this shit? And mm. I, so far, I don't know if I would listen to it. Sean, we've, we've discussed how the sun is hot. I don't think it's more any insightful than that. Look, the sun's hot, and if it's hot where you are, have a have a drink of bloody water. Maybe put a hat on if it suits you. And also remember to put on uh, sun, sun cream because uh, people burn and it was really painful the morning after. Yeah. This has been a, another great episode of Failing Better, everyone. <laughs> so how um, are you, Sean, today? I've got a lot on my plate, actually. So I, it's just, uh, sort of having a nice calming chat about the heat of the sun. That's <laughs> what the doctor ordered. What have you got on your plate? I've got, right... Tonight, I'm going to a pop concert. Oh, who are you going to see? Kesha? Okay. Please no, say Kesha. No, I'm ah. not seeing Kesha. Sorry, I'm seeing a band called Always. They sound quite bad. I'm not that big a fan. I've um, never heard of them. How, have they had, how many number ones have they had? I don't think they've had any number ones. And they're a pop band. They're not are that, we, wait, they're not are that. we talking about chart position or toilet? <laughs> <laughs> both. I always both. assume both. They've had multiple number ones. And, a, and a, probably a few number twos. Oh. They are a touring band after all. Um, but I'm going to a pop concert. Then tomorrow I'm going to Leeds. Then this weekend, my brother-in-law and his friend are here, staying in my home without my wife. My where's wife's, your, got, where's your my wife? wife's going to Denmark. What the fuck? Why is she yeah. doing that? Well, she's obviously having an affair. <laughs> I actually don't really ask the details whenever she does things anymore, and I probably should, because she, she, it'd be easy for her to have an affair, I think. I think. I mean, I guess the thing is, do you want to know? In a way, blissful ignorance, in your case, Sean, is definitely better than the, the truth coming out, which means you have to live in a car for a bit. Yes, I mean, the sun is hot is sort of enough for me to deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that's the sun is hot and my wife doesn't love me anymore. Yeah, the sun is hot, I'm a cuckold, and I now live in a car. That's too <laughs> I, I am such a cuck. <laughs> Your spirit animal's a cook, even My if you've never actually been to. Like, it's just a cuck. Yeah, it's just a man in a vest holding his penis and crying. <laughs> hey, don't knock it till you try it. Look, the key thing is Sunday, 
I am driving to a festival called How the Light Gets In. It's in Hay on Wine near Hereford. The sun, the sun, the sun. It is the sun. That's how the light gets in. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to be the hero of the festival. I'm gonna... Hey guys, you know how you're hot? Well, look up. Look I, up. Look directly, that. That. <laughs> look directly into that thing there. I think that's how the light gets in. And they'll be like, Mm, is that why we are warm? I go, yeah, it's also why we are warm. I think you're going to say, be... Sean, you're a genius. And then what will you say? I go, I'm not a genius. I'm just a humble cuck. <laughs> just a humble cuck. <laughs> There's my wife, fucking <laughs> a, a philosopher. <laughs> There's my wife. Having full sex with a, with a postgrad. <laughs> He's got a doctorate in economics and a doctorate. Why not my wife? <laughs> Doesn't really make sense that, but uh, he's got a doctorate right up my wife, and that is why this is the greatest podcast in the game, listeners. Five stars, please. How many so stars? Going... Five. Five. So I'm going to this <laughs> thing now. I've got a decision to make. Yeah. Because I could drive back. I'm driving a couple of other comics back. Yeah. I won't. I mean, it is genuinely like a five-hour drive. Yeah. And we won't be out of there till probably ten, ten thirty at night. Now, normally, I wouldn't care about a drive that long. or, or I, but, but the important thing is, this is the important pivot yeah. that I don't think you're ready for. On Monday, I am playing football in a charity football match at Selhurst Park. Oh, fuck. I have not kicked a football in probably <laughs> 10 years. And my intention was to get really fit, buy a ball, get used to the, <laughs> the, the feel of the ball again build up my passing skills because i used to play all the time i used to be pretty good or decent uh, can i decision i think if your plan is buy a ball <laughs> that shows where you are in the scale of how well, often it's you step play one, isn't it? step one buy a ball it's like it's the same as when you're learning about photosynthesis step one sun is hot and light <laughs> step two thinking. plants grow <laughs> step two start a podcast and discuss this um that's so exciting what so at, you're playing at sell her who else is uh who right. else is playing Genuinely, this could be massive. Cute, like loads of ex QPR players are playing, so I'm kind of nervous. The captain of my team, I mean, like a mini celebs team. The captain of my team is Mark Bertram, who used to be the QPR captain. This is so fucking exciting. and is a Canadian international. So my Canadian brother-in-law is gonna have a he's gonna have a field day. Does he like? Does your Canadian brother-in-law enjoy um, football? No, but I think he probably enjoys me being absolutely outflanked by yeah, a bunch of TikTokers. <laughs> so, do you know who... So, is it like an 11-a-side game? No, I think I'm on like a 7... I think they do a 7-a-side mini-tournament in the middle of the day, which I'm on. Yeah. I hope. But Mark Bertram's going to be my captain. Ian Holloway's going to be knocking around. Jay That's Bothroyd, so exciting. Uh, Kevin Lisby. Some of the big women's players like Katie Chapman. So this, this is your dream, Sean. Beppe DiMarco from EastEnders. He will be playing. <laughs> what other celebs are there? Right, do you know who they announced yesterday? Who's genuinely a big deal and I don't really know how they've got them. Who? You know the rapper Dave? Yeah. He's playing. That's, you've got to take him out. Two-footed challenge. I'm, yeah, I'm going to end his career. He's a big... He's like won the Mercury Prize or something. Like, he's, a, huge, honestly, he's a big name. I think take some scissors, chop his tongue off if he gets that hard. <laughs> I'm gonna go full Vinnie Jones on him. I'm gonna Roy Roy Keane the bastard. I'm gonna scream at him as I've ended his career. Hey, top map now, you dickhead. Rap about Stratham. To be honest, I really like the fact that you're helping put Stratham on the map. 
I live there, and I think it's a great neighbourhood. But um, I have got your tongue, so... But I've got your tongue! That's so Cuck, exciting, Sean. Cuck's got your tongue, as the <laughs> phrase goes. That's the bestest podcast ever been. So, what? I mean, the thing is, is like, do I... I basically need to assess, is it better to go into this tournament so tired that if I play badly... You've got I an excuse. Blame, I can blame that. Or do I go in refreshed, fresh I- from the M4... I think thinking you've... I'm going to play well and then immediately being embarrassed. I think you've got to try and play well because this is Ian Holloway. And Ian Holloway, there's a good chance Ian Holloway is going to scream, what's that tall cunt doing? <laughs> that's, that's really... He's going to do that whether I get on the field or not. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably going yeah, to tie my laces and end up <laughs> spilling the Elgin marbles or something. <laughs> what is that tall cunt doing? <laughs> but Ian Holloway, if you don't know Ian Holloway, did he manage QPR? Presumably, yeah. he was. A, he was. He's a football, a footballer and manager. He was a QPR midfielder and then managed QPR twice. The first he w- time he was manager of QPR, he it was like, like the happiest time I was a QPR fan. And he got Blackpool to the Premier League, so it's like a Premier League former Premier League manager. Who's and, he got, known- and he got and he got Palace to the Premier League. Did he? I didn't remember he's, that. Ian Holloway's really good. Like he's he, a genuinely really good man. But he's quite a sweary man. I imagine you and him, if you were stuck in a lift. He'd, he'd punch you in the face within an hour. Well, I, th- I think we should try and get some of these guys on the pod. Like, genuinely. I think gen- genuinely we need to start getting people like this on the pod. It's like, if a- we could get Dave on this pod... It would be great. It'd be astonishing. Look, I mean, I'd, sit- have to give him, I'd have to give him his tongue <laughs> back. That's it. Chop his tongue off. Say, I'll give it back. I'll sew it back if you come on the pod. Well, if you come on the pod. It won't be a very good appearance. <laughs> no, no. You, you'll sew his tongue on the day before. But then I guess that's tricky because then he might not come on the pod. I'll, sew, po- it, I'll sew it on or, or during the Zoom. That's great. That's exactly how we make it work, maybe. Um, Shall I find out some of the other celebs? I mean, it is mad. So what would what, what you say your footballing level is out of 10? Are you genuinely... Did you used to be good? Well, I used to play for a, like a Sunday league team. You were captain of someone, yes, weren't Yes, I was. I was captain of the Sunday league team. Um, I, was a, I was a very... I was absolutely an effective defender at that level. Yeah. If I was still at that level now, I wouldn't really have many worries about the game. <laughs> I would just not because I'd be the best player on the pitch, but like I'd probably be able to pass the ball occasionally and not make a total ass of myself. Yeah, yeah. Did you um, did you win a lot of games? You were captain. Did you have a, like a Roy Keane, Patrick Vieira? And what would you like? Take us into it. You're, you're losing one 0 at half time. It's difficult. Rally the troops. I'm I'm a, I'm a star striker struggling with confidence. Well, there were no star striker strikers playing in the sort of mid sussex second division um you know mm, i hear what you're saying playing the likes of seaford and bevan dean uh i played for fishersgate uh so give us a fishersgate t- flyers who gareth barry used to play for that was the biggest name he was obviously a few years older he's than me, huge yeah he's yeah a big player he used to play for the same sunday league team anton give us your team talk we're losing one nil it's half time how are you motivating us what are you saying look guys if i've learned anything in this fucking crazy world i've learned that the sun is hot but this team is hotter. So let's Love get that. out there. Let's pa- let's pass it about. Let's let's none of this fucking around shit. Get in their grill. Let them know they're there. Let them know you're there. Okay. Let them <laughs> know you're there. And, it, and if push comes to shove, I will bribe the ref. Okay. I will bribe the ref. So just don't Sean, worry about it. Sean, you you have, you you owe nothing. You're, all you're doing is wearing a vest. What are you going to bribe the ref with? I have, I have acquired the tongue of a famous rapper. No names. <laughs> History will remember it. 
as the sh- as the sharpest tongue in South London. <laughs> the blade is sharp, but not as sharp <laughs> as Dave's tongue. <laughs> so I'm fu- I'm I'm friggin' nervous about it. And That's I'm nervous about the de- the day I've got before is not what I wanted was like a calm day. I could have maybe gone for a run, mm. like that I had a kickabout. How are the lights? Is it like a philosophy festival? It is like a philosophy and sort of spoken word festival, yes. So it's really, you're really showing what a versatile human you are. You're going from that to football. I yeah. don't think, honestly, Sean, it sounds like it's going to be awful. <laughs> which which element? <laughs> oh, you'll be good in you'll be good doing your comedy, which you're good at. But when Ian Holloway is swearing at you for falling over again, why is I, that? Who bought a giraffe? There will be so many people who right. mean it. I genuinely think they think I'm someone else. <laughs> Well, there is, there's, there's more famous Sean McLaughlin's, aren't there? Why have they asked me to do this? This seems so weird. But then I guess it's like it, there's a big, there's a, definitely a sliding scale of the quality of celeb. But you should all come, listeners. It's on uh, Monday. Goals for Gosh. <laughs> What's Gosh? Who's Great Gosh? Ormond, Great Ormond Street Hospital. <laughs> all right. I don't think... Yeah, you want to make fun of that prick? Well, like, I just think they've given themselves a bad name. Obviously, they do good work, but it doesn't mean they're advertising company. And, Look, we're you not going to get Dave if we keep talking like this. Goals for Gosh. Dave has been announced. Who else has been announced? Buddy, oh, there's a video with Harry Redknapp. Is Harry Redknapp coming? God, imagine <laughs> if Harry Redknapp was there. Okay, I'm just going to look. I've got a picture of my all, right, all-star tournament. Right, all-star tournament. This is... Oh, my God, guess who my captain is? Who? You've said. Do you know? Yeah. Tama Hassan? Do you know Tama Hassan? I don't know. He's an actor. Oh my god, he's an actor. What's he been in? Let's look him up, shall we? They might listen to this afterwards. Lads, I hope um I hope I played well and I hope uh I hope we all became great friends. He was in the football factory. No uh, do you think you're gonna go for a drink with like Harry Redknapp and Ian Holloway and all the boys? I mean I I can't think of anything that my brother-in-law would be more interested in. <laughs> is it weird than going for a drink in Selhurst <laughs> with a bunch of old men he's never heard of? Is it weird that your brother-in-law's coming to your house and your wife isn't there? No, it's not weird at all. It's going to be great. We're going to go. On the... That's the other problem: is we're clearly going to lash it up on the Friday and Saturday night. Yeah, you're going to be a mess. Right? I I cannot I'm a wait. Fucking disgrace! What are we going to do? <laughs> Not we, it's you, it's all you. I'm 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 not part of... I'm doing this for the pod, baby. You're Every not... time I make a successful tackle or header, I'm gonna shout failing better for life. <laughs> failing better for gosh. Um that's so exciting. So I think how many do you reckon like two or three own goals? How sad would you be if you scored an own goal? I I I mean it's not I j if I only score one own goal, I view that <laughs> as a huge win. We should play football, wouldn't we? We should get the patrons and have a big football game. And Are you good at football, Johnny? I'm competent. At, I'm better at football than you'd imagine I am at football. But I'm incredibly... La- I'm sort of a number 10, incredibly lazy footballer. Like, I don't have the will to win. And I'm not that skillful. <laughs> but yeah. I, I, I've got quite a nice touch and I can play like a free ball. But then if that gets cut out and the team break on us, I'll just watch that happen. <laughs> See, I was always a defender. I was a centre-back. I was really good in the air. Of course. Right. <laughs> you were really good in the belly button. Yeah, I was really good, yeah. Yeah. Kick a high ball up. Sean will knee it down for us. Prick. So you were good in the air. I, but, that's, you... but also, playing centre-half, being a defender, it's sort of about timing. 
Yeah. Or at least it was back then in park football. It was about just being able to read the game and make good yeah. runs and just basically, you know, cut balls off at the pass. But I just get, I just, I just get the sense that I'm going to be the worst player there by such a clear margin. No, I think if you're broadly competent, you, there'll be one person there who's like, is a celeb, who's never, there'll be someone way shitter than you. I think yeah, if they'll get like a local MD yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're like broadly know what a football is, you won't be the worst player there. Okay, here's my team. Michael Greco, who played Beppe DiMarco in EastEnders. Uh, Adrian Mariapa. He's a footballer. He used to play for Watford, didn't he? Jesus Christ, he is literally a footballer. Yeah, plays for Salford City now. Brilliant. Tama Hassan, famous actor. Kevin Lisby used to play for Charlton. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Little winger, little striker. Marty McKenna. I don't know who he is. From Geordie Shaw. Oh. Akeem Griffiths. I don't know who that is. Oh, my God. These guys are all like fitness people. I've got, I, to, I've got to get out of this. Honestly, Sean, I think you should start a fight with someone. I think uh, go one minute in to start a fight and then get sent off and you can be in the nutter. I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but the problem is I do still have this weird thought where I think if I play really well, I might, might <laughs> sign me. They they might be like like a, a Crystal Palace coach will be there and be like, we think you should become yeah. a professional footballer. I would. That's still the truth. There's, there's such a big part of me that still thinks that I might achieve something useful in my life. Like in that same way where I'm like, maybe I could be the next James Bond. You know what I mean? Somewhere. I, I, yeah. I, I always think like in terms of like athletics, like football, because it is a game of immense variables. Yeah. You probably could budge it. And I mean, how many games would you have to just flukily play well in for you to get a chance at being a professional? I think a lot. Because I think it'd be in training, wouldn't it? Like, like then in training, I remember training for Bradford Park Avenue, who were dreadful. And even then, I was like, "This is the level above what I can do." You trained for Bradford Park Avenue. They were what semi-pro team, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just a quite a good goalkeeper, um, so I was just a goalie. Were you? Yeah, yeah. I basically what happened was I went to like an pretty much all Asian school and was the only white boy and realised subconsciously that if I was good in goal, then I'd be needed practically for a skill and then it's time to become a good goalkeeper. Do you think, I mean, you're probably not the best person to ask, but certainly better than me. Is there a reason, is it, is the reason that British Asians don't go into football as much still because cricket dominates their mindset? I think genuinely, I think it is institutional racism. We're diving in uh, but Gen- genuinely, so I played for like a school. My school was quite pretty good at football, and we like beat. And we played like Bradford. There was like three or four schools combined, but the under seventeens, Bradford, maybe not some age group of Bradford City, who were the local team. And we like drew or beat them, and then none of the players got picked up. So it was like crazy, like you know what I mean. And it was like so mm. literally, and also these kids had been trained from a young age every, you know, once a week on how to play for Bradford City, so I had a relatively decent level of training. The kids on our team were literally just street players who, like, played, you know, often didn't have local teams and all that sort of shit, and were still much, well, as good. So that's, I do think That's that. really interesting and, and obvious, I suppose. And I guess it's just the systems they get put in. And, and then I also, there is an idea that, like, Asian kids are more like, because they're playing more on the street, they're more like solo players maybe do you know what I mean like, just, it's just it's just statistically it's so unlike it's so weird that no I mean how, hmm. how many British Asian players have ever played for England 
or even none, I don't Pre- think. Even in the Premier League, I mean, it's such, yeah. it's such a huge part of this country. And, and like at my school, football was way bigger than cricket. I think, yeah. like, like some obviously some Asian people are really into cricket, but mainly it was still football. And I think it, it must, it is just like institutional racism that stops them getting scouted. I think football lower leagues certainly back then. It's probably hopefully it's changed now a bit. I, I mean, there was such. It was still so old fashioned. Like it had when I was playing Sunday league football, and I played for a good team. They were run by nice people. But some of the places we went and some of the teams we faced, our opposition managers, it's like it hadn't changed really since the fifties, yeah, yeah, the sixties. Yeah, yeah. the, the sort of outlook. It'd be fascinating now whether there is an outbreak of Asian Southeast Asian players in that come through. Because I was talking to a Polish documentary maker uh, recently. Because that's sort of thing I do. That is, uh, that is a sentence that I don't think anyone heard. <laughs> if you've got that on your bingo card, <laughs> listeners, congratulations. But he was saying he thinks that right now there's about to be a lot of Polish art and uh, theatre and, and culture made because obviously uh, Polish immigrants came over like 20 years ago without great English and then all the news is just stereotypes about them. And those people who were like... Um, second generation Polish and growing up now will start having their culture. Of course. So that's it's really fascinating. I wonder if that will something similar will happen in football with Southeast Asian people, where the gatekeepers will change and there'll be a flourishing of people from that community to help England maybe win the World Cup. Win and the if, ruddy World Cup. And if they didn't win the Delhi, World Cup, who knows? If, if they don't win the World Cup, think of all the racism. It won't just be against black people. Yeah. There'll be a real spectrum of different types right. of racism. So yeah. we can all look forward to that in 2032. <laughs> Britain's racists need something new to really latch themselves onto, and I think yeah. that would be good. It's good because um, the racist... I find that I genuinely find that really. I find it really. It's a sort of statistical anomaly in in football. Um, it's mad, but I I wouldn't. I mean, it is fast because there's nowhere like India and Pakistan don't have good teams at all, do they? Like they never qualify for the World Cup or anything. I think yeah. Or Chi- it... I mean, China. I think quali- I've qualified once in my yeah, lifetime. Yeah. India. This will all change. That this is surely it's a matter of time because it's just money, it's infrastructure and money. Well, I, I guess also that it is a thing of are these sports? Do these sports resonate with people? And I just don't know. But it feels like maybe in India, because I think in Bradford, loads of Indian kids love mm. football. But I wonder if in India it's still cricket, which is well, I that just... makes sense. I read a thing that Disney Plus, the streaming service, apparently have lost three million subscribers. That, their stock price is crashing for loads of reasons. And one of them is they stopped showing IPL games in India and they lost just 3 million subscribers in India just in a day. Well, that's, yeah, that makes, because literally yeah. the only reason I have Sky Sports is because of football. So if they, if, like it is, you are, yeah. It's not been funny for a while, this, but it has been quite interesting, hasn't it? We need to find a way to make this funny. The problem uh, is, the problem with this issue is it's too, the only way it's too, the, the ground's not secure enough. No, I think there's some sort of, crap football pun that we could link to sort of the south asian community in the uk um mm. uh, g- g- uh wait one one none like a nan thread doing that <laughs> what what is that a pun on <laughs> nil one nil it was uh one nan to oh the score is one nan <laughs> probably should have waited a bit since <laughs> goodness gracious ben me how about that that was that, better. If I'd wait in a second. Where, who does Ben Mee play for? He plays for Brentford. There we go. Goodness gracious, Ben Mee. And that's that's what failing better is about. It's one one ben... nan. Goodness gracious, Ben Mee. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got going on? 
I'm just talking about my show, uh, struggling with it, but not awfully. I just, I just need like ten more minutes of jokes, and right now I just can't think of anything to write jokes about. Uh, Any joke for you? Yep, 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 yep. Knock, knock. Who's that? Uh, doctor. Doctor who? Doctor Harold Shipman. I'm here to murder your grandma. Oh no! Thank you for giving me that context, though, because now I won't let you into my house. Damn, I need to come up with another way of doing this. Mm. So it's sort of joke, but it's also a history lesson. Mm. Is it a joke? I wouldn't say so. Is it a history lesson? Not a helpful one. <laughs> Look, people say that history judges people, but sometimes history doesn't really have an opinion and you don't learn anything from it. Sometimes it's just a bunch of stuff that happens, right? I think that's really true. I also think Harold Chipman, although what he did was awful, is a really lovely name. <laughs> Harold Chipman? It's a lovely name. Like, what's he doing? Oh, he's just yeah. a- that's man. probably how he got away with it. <laughs> and how get, if, it, if his name was Bill Bill Prick, Bill Murder, <laughs> Bill Murder Murderson. <laughs> oh no, it's Doctor Bill Murderer. <laughs> All right, dudes, <laughs> I'm gonna kill your grandma. Um, as his catchphrase famously was. I'd love... If I have a child, I might call them Harold. Imagine a little two-month-year-old Harold. I think Harold's a lovely name. Do you? Well, you're wrong. If you have a child, call it Harold. I'll have a child, call him Kumar. And then maybe one day, they'll get the munchies. <laughs> that, that is exactly how this podcast should end. With a new spin-off of... <laughs> a new spin-off of our kids. I mean, what happens if our children genuinely start a podcast? Well, I mean, I think we have to. I think we have to support them in that. Um, but I think we should say to them a lot. I'd be like, look, it is a tough life. Podcast. Nothing, nothing content, good happens. Content <laughs> creation is a tough. You get said no. People say no far more than they say yes. And in you the think sense that they say no one hundred percent of the time <laughs> in our experience. You have dreams. I think, God, maybe one day we'll be able to get a bit of a following and maybe make a bit of money from this. That would be hugely misguided. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The best you can hope for is you enjoy the time doing the podcast, and even that's fleeting. You know this crap hole that you were raised in. Yeah, you think the podcast paid for this? <laughs> Do you think no? Yeah. No, Dave paid for this. I stole yeah. his tongue. He paid the ransom. Had I not had this podcast, you'd have had a mansion now. Instead, yeah. you live in this shed. But good luck anyway. Anyway, and, and tell your mum I love her. <laughs> tell your mum I miss her, actually. How could she gone to that Dave? Just tell your mum that I really miss her and I'm still waiting for her to come back. Oh. Um, well, yes, I Dad, think... I will. I will do that, Dad. Whose son is that? You? Is that that's, your son? No, no, that's that's uh, your. I'm your son. Oh. I'll tell Alexa that I love her and I also love you, Sean. And I wish you would get back together one day. Please don't call me Sean, son. <laughs> call me Papa. <laughs> Papa, I love you and I love I love that how tall you are and I love that you live in this shed. I know people laugh at you and say, "Why is that man poking his head out of his shed again like a weird giraffe?" But I think you're a nice giraffe and I love you. Okay. I'm going to call time on this episode. Um, I, I think this has been a historically bad episode. I actually think it's been good. I think it's been what Failing Better can be at its best. Silly, witty, but also we had a bit of a discussion there about issues. We did. Me and my heart, we got issues. I've checked out, I realise. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like it. Um, anything to plug, Johnny? Um, no. No gigs this weekend? No, nothing like that? I, I'm doing... I'm gigging in Chester on Saturday, if you listen to this on Friday, at uh, 
Somewhere in Chester. Check it out. You're very bad at saying any specifics beyond I just, sort of I don't know. locations. I'm doing excess malarkey on Tuesday if you live in Manchester. It's probably the best gig. What do you say? In the country? In the in it's the a ver- it's, it's, it's a notoriously brilliant gig. In the north. So and I'm it's doing... cheap, isn't it? It's only still like three quid to get in. I don't know, but let's say that. It's free it's free to get in. You heard it here first. Say Sean McLaughlin's name at the door. Well, guess who may be there? Oh my god, you might come. I might be there. Oh, Max. So look, if you want to watch... I wouldn't the... say I'll, I'm not going to come, but I'll come and enjoy <laughs> the show. I want you to come, and I want you to come. <laughs> <laughs> so if you wanted to see a little failing better, we'll probably be having a drink at the bar. Sophie might come. She's won a BAFTA. Um, any, anyone else might come. Who else might come? I guess just us three, really. I, don't know. It... I mean, uh, Mickey Flanagan might, might Mickey be Flanagan coming. might come. I've heard... Um, I've heard uh, Janini or the Middlesbrough footballers thinking of making a guest appearance. <laughs> <laughs> is getting into stand-up. Um, anyway, so the, the triangle of joy will be there. And if you want to make it a quadruple of joy, come on down. Cool. Uh, I am at the How the Light Gets, Gets Festival. No, How the Light Gets In Festival. Come see me. Do an hour of material. And half of it is new and half of it is old. And, uh, half, of it, half of it will be funny and half of it won't be. But yep, um, yep, 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 yep. it's got and go see other things. And then come to Goals for Gosh. Come, come to Goals for Gosh. I'll be there. Uh where my I'll be giving Sean some feedback. I'll be giving be some there. constructive feedback. <laughs> In your full Sam Allardyce headset. <laughs> Just you. And this is why I'm that one person personal coach. I wonder if there's gonna be an analyst there, like a doing data analysis. That, I mean me, I'll bring a notepad and I'll be trying I mean Sean has made eight passes. Analyst. <laughs> you don't even know how to fucking open an email. Sean has made eight passes and had two nosebleeds. <laughs> Sean has had one heart attack. <laughs> Sean Sean keeps complaining that his ears keep popping. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what to do about that. Sean has used four handkerchiefs for tears. <laughs> Sean has a baruka. All right, let's go. Um, yeah, that's all I'm plugging. Thank, thanks, everyone. Hey, give us a nice review. And oh, do sign up to our Patreon. And sign up to our Patreon. An yes. hour stand-up from me, an hour stand-up from Sean. Loads of new content, a thriving community built on... Uh, uh, <laughs> You're saying this so close to the microphone. You're aware of that. Hello. <laughs> Anyway, sign up to our Patreon. Sign up to our Patreon! <laughs> you slags. Uh, no, no I, was just, I was just being ironically sexist. Uh, that's all right. If, you put, if it's ironic, it's fine. Uh, I get it. Um, thanks, everybody. See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.